Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Showing Up to Your Life podcast and YouTube channel. My name is Art Burns, which you already know, and you also know that I'm very excited to be here with you today. And I'm very grateful. You know, I just I want to express some gratitude to you, right? You, you, the one listening right here and the one talk, the one watching this video right here. It's because of you that this works, right? This is not just me doing this. This is you and me doing this podcast and video channel together, right? Because without you listening, you know, there it's just me talking into a vacuum, right? And there's only so long that I'd be able to do that, right, before moving on. And there were... <laughs> There was a time, believe me, I just got off a, a call with somebody who I was talking about the the really old days of my, my work on this uh, podcast and YouTube channel, and there were times where I literally had nobody listening, you know, and, and it, was, it was worth to keep doing it because now I have people listening, but I don't know how much, I don't know how long I would have been able to uh, continue to just talk into a vacuum. So that's, so I, I, I really want you to know that it is a collaboration here between you and me. And, and especially, I want to is express some gratitude and some appreciation for all of you who have reached out and told me what you feel about this podcast. You know, I mean, thankfully, it's almost all positive, <laughs> which is great. But but hey, I mean, sometimes, you know, there was a volume problem. People mentioned it. And look, I have a microphone, right? I mean, this was, you know, uh, granted to me by one of my patrons. But but still, you know, it's it's not, you know, I, I welcome the criticism and the and the constructive, uh, you know, uh, criticism and the, the um, uh, you know, whatever comments that you have, I, I welcome it all, right? It's not just... I I just don't want to hear the praise. I want to hear all of it, you know, but most of all, I want to hear how much, you know, this work, especially if you're doing the practices, how much is benefiting you. I would love to hear it. And every time I, I get an email from someone or every time someone books a, a, a session to talk with me through this work, it just makes me so, so happy. Uh, you know, it, it's, it's just, it's something that is just, it's very exciting to me. I shouldn't say it makes me so happy because it doesn't, right? Happiness is not that, right? It just, but it brings me joy and it brings me excitement and it, and it fuels my enthusiasm to come back and do this again tomorrow, you know? And, and really, I mean, this is the reason I get out of bed every day is because of you and all of your wonderful emails and comments and, 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 you know, and, and just all of it. I just, I love it. And, and thank you so much. I just want you to know that I appreciate you so much for that. And, and I'm, I'm just eternally grateful for you. And so that said, if you ever have any questions about anything that I say here, or if you have any comments about what I say here, or if there's something that you want me to talk about, okay, that's a big one. Okay. Cause I get that from, from several people out there have, have asked for specific, um, content. And I am so happy to do that, you know, because again, that that's collaboration, right? That's what we're here for. And so, and so if you have anything that you, you know, maybe uh, an episode, you know, inspired some thought and you're like, but what about, ask me that, okay? Say, hey, Art, what about, <laughs> and I'll do a, I'll do an episode just for that, okay? And there's no, you don't have to be part of the patron group or you don't have to be a uh, client for that. And again, please, if anybody has a, if anybody has a suggestion or an idea <laughs> of a word that I can use other than client, 
oh, I would be forever in your debt. So, um, so, so yeah. So, but if you have anything, right, any question at all, you don't, there's no, there's no pre-qualification. Okay. You can leave it in the comments below. Um, not real good with the YouTube comments because, well, first of all, sometimes I get these really weird, like people post like porn links in my comments and I don't know what that's all about. If anybody has an idea of how to get that to stop, I'm all ears for that too. Um, it's not something I'm inviting. I don't know these people, you know, and I'm sorry if it's offended anybody. I'm not sure if YouTube is actually filtering them out or what, but I see them on my channel. So, uh, so, but, but you are more than welcome to leave any comments you like in the, the comment section of YouTube. Uh, you're more than welcome to, I don't know if you can leave comments on the, on the podcast. I don't think you can. But you can rate them and you can review them, and I would appreciate that. <laughs> but at any any time you want to get in hold of me, the easiest thing to do is well, two really easy things to do, right? The the first one is simply send me an email, okay? Art at artburnscoaching.com. Boom, easy, right? Um, or more fun <laughs> is and, and much more rewarding for both of us is going to be to chat, right? And 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 currently. For the time being, because I just, and it's not that I don't want to do it, and I'm not like holding out some kind of, uh, you know, fear of missing out, scarcity thing for you. That's not what this is. But I'm just honestly telling you that <laughs> my schedule, thankfully, is filling up. And so I don't know how many of these, you know, it's not like I'm going to stop doing the calls, but literally it's going to get to the point where you're going to look and it's like there's no openings until like next month or something, you know. So um, so, so if, you, if you're thinking about, you know, maybe trying out this, this call, please do it. Okay. So again, I offer this, you know, it's, it's there and it's always going to be there. But again, my availability is not always going to be there. So, so for now though, I'll put the link in the, in the description here. Uh, it's a, it's a program called Calendly, right? You literally just click on the link. It'll drop you into my calendar, right? So you're going to see my calendar. So the days that the days and times that I'm available, I think are going to be in like full black or the days that I'm busy are going to be in, uh, uh, like grayed out or actually, no, I think once you click on a day, it's going to just tell you the time slots that I'm available. That's, that's how it works. They're all different, all these systems. And I never look at my own, right? I only look at other people's. It's kind of ironic that way. Uh, same thing with YouTube's. I, I, uh, with uh, uh, podcasts, I, I almost never listen to podcasts. And I really want to. I mean, I have a ton that I'm like, oh, I got to listen to that sometime. But I never do. Yet I record every day. It's just such a weird thing. Um, but anyway, you click the link. You go into my Calendly program. You'll see my calendar. So you basically just pick a time that's open, that works for you. You, you Put in a couple of answers, uh, name, email address, phone number, that kind of thing. And then you're done. <laughs> and from that point forward, I take the reins, right? And I will, I'll usually send an email a couple of days before saying, hey, it's great. I'm looking forward to talking to you, which I am. And, uh, and, and ask you if there's anything specific you want to cover or not, which it's all good. Even if it's just a general, you just want to chat. It's all good. It's all good. Um, but anyway, at that point, all you have to do is answer your phone when I call. Like literally, that's as easy as it gets. And this is this is something that can really, really become a, a dynamic conversation, right? Because you never know where it's going to go, right? And so, so it's really kind of beautiful. So I encourage you to do it. If it's something you've been thinking about doing or, or it feels like something you'd want to do now, 
go ahead and book it. it. It costs nothing. And it's, and it's like I said, sometimes, sometimes just this call is enough to, to change things for people. And so I would love for that to be the case with you. And then of course, at, at that point, if you would like to talk about, you know, extended coaching, well, that's the time that we can do that too. Okay. So, um, I've opened up weekend hours, you know, at this point I'm taking a, at this point, Tuesdays are my day off. Right. And so every day, except for Tuesday, I'm open for appointments. So, we can work it out, okay? Uh, I've got a couple of group things going on that are go about to launch, and, and this is going to happen very soon. So if you're interested in getting into that, we can talk about that. Uh, I'm just so excited. i got so much going on. So so anyway, thank you for all that. That's, that's all the housekeeping for today. Just, you know, real, just wanted to express that gratitude, and I wanted to just, um, I just wanted to kind of let you all know about a couple of things that are going on. So thank you for listening. And so today, let's get into what we want to talk about. So this week, right, we talked about compassion in the early part of the week, right? I talked about that horrendous day last Friday that I had where, you know, from uh, not sleeping very much to breaking my favorite tea mug to making a mess in my office under my desk to, you know, this horrific uh, experience with, uh, with uh, TurboTax and, you know, customer service and automated phone lines. And I showed you how it was compassion that allowed me to get out of that. Right. It was compassion that that allowed me to 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 break free from my own internal like, you know, anger about what was happening. Right. It was compassion that did that. Right. And then and then later in the week, we talked about intention and how important intention is. Right. Intention is, you know, the the, you know, intention is is, you know, having a purpose for what you're doing. Right. Or not having a purpose because that's that's sort of a life thing and that's a that's a very important thing as well but but intention is more you know purposefully doing things right and we can only purposefully do things and we can only do things with intention when we have a conscious non-judging awareness about what's going on, right? And so that's where it really is deeply rooted in all of this work that I talk about here every day, right? Of, of heartfulness and mindfulness. So today, I thought it would be fun to talk about how these two things meet each other, right? Or what happens when these two things come together, right? When, when you have compassion and intention, and you combine these two things in your daily life, what magic can come from that, all right? And I'm going to tell you a story, okay? And this story comes just like yesterday's story. This story comes from another one of my clients, and uh, and this is something that, uh, and again, if you have another word for that, <laughs> I would love it. It feels so wrong to call people clients. I don't know why, but... Um, but um, <clears throat> This story is, is again, just another uh, example of, you know, what happens when we grow into this, you know, this ability to be, to be compassionate and to be mindful, right? As we practice these things, as we develop the skill of these things, how it shows up in our daily life. And it's a really cool story. So I'm excited to share it with you. So, so this particular person, uh, let's call him JC. Okay. Uh, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, put him out there on this podcast. I don't know if he wants that or not. So, so we'll call him JC and, uh, JC happens to be someone who loves comic books and that's great. I love comic books too. I mean, I'm not a real big fan of them, but I, I get it. And I, I think people who are into them are really into them. And I, and I applaud that. I think it's really great when people are into comic books. My son is kind of into comic books and I support that. And so, so my, my friend and client, right, he, uh, he, he goes to this 
comic store to buy his new comics, right? And there's this certain store that he goes to. And I don't know if you remember this, but and he actually he actually told me this story uh, or reflected this story back to me. But I don't know if you remember um, uh, some time ago, I, I shared a story about a, a bike mechanic here in, in Denver, right? This particular store, right? Like it was, you know, you would go there and if mechanic A was on duty, it was like the best experience you could ever ask for, right? It was like, it was just, you always got more than you thought you were coming in for, right? It was just, you know, just real, you left feeling just really fulfilled, right? But if you happen to go when mechanic B was on duty, well, it was quite the opposite, right? The mechanic A was just, you know, an open fountain of information and wanted to just, you know, get to the bottom of things and wanted to, you know, he like really had a passion for what he was doing and, and that passion showed, you know, but mechanic B, you got the sense that it was just a job, you know, and he wasn't doing anything that wasn't required of him, you know, now there's nothing wrong with that, right? Like mechanic B was just doing his thing and it's not, it's not like he was, you know, nasty or angry or anything like that but it just wasn't the same right just didn't feel like oh you know like when you left you just felt like eh, you know that was okay you know my, my flat tire is fixed I guess but you know I it's, didn't feel the same you know kind of thing and um and so so JC told me uh that that he has a similar experience with this comic book shop right where there's one person who's in there who is like it's always great to see them and it's you know you leave feel, feeling that fulfillment and it's a wonderful time and then there's another person who works there who Again, you get this sense like, uh, am I bothering you? <laughs> like, you know, like, like, would you rather I come back later or something? It seems like it's not a good time for you. You know, you know what I mean? Like when somebody in customer service, he gives you that feeling like it's just like, ah, oh, I feel like I'm bothering you. You know, that's not a good feeling as a customer. Right. And so and so a lot of times, you know, what would happen was JC would come into the comic book shop, see this woman who's comic book person B, right? Who's the less friendly, less, you know, vibey kind of person, right? <clears throat> and every time he saw that it was her working, you know, what, what JC would wind up doing is JC would wind up like hurrying through the, the whole thing experience, right? So he would just kind of, you know, he'd just go to the comic book section that he wanted, you know, grab whatever he wanted, go and check out and, you know, thank, you know, like very, you know, like, like very bare bones experience, right? Like just, just the necessity, right? Just getting through it, right? And incidentally, right, this is, well, we'll get back into that. <laughs> um, I don't want to digress because it's kind of a really beautiful story. So, so, the so about a couple of weeks ago when JC told me the story like the other day he was uh he was driving to this comic book shop right because he needed a new stash of comics i guess he was done with what he was reading and stuff so he's gonna buy some new comics and that's you know i get that right like when i go to the bookstore right I, i'm excited to go to the bookstore like i i make it like a thing right like i i want to take like an hour so i can browse i can you know smell the books like you know and that's me i'm i'm a book guy as you can see right but that's i think the same and, and that could be for music right like when when back when record stores were a thing you know like tower records you know we you know back in new york city where i grew up in tower records was a huge thing right there were two of them one uptown one downtown and you would just go to Tower Records just to hang out. Like, even if you weren't buying anything, you know, you just go there, listen to music, look through albums. You know, of course, you'd wind up buying something, but, but you know, but it was the experience that was so happy about it, right? And so, so my friend JC was depriving himself of this happiness, right, because of this person who was, you know, just had a negative vibe to him, right? 
now here's where it gets really beautiful. Okay, because because a lot of times you might think, well, it's not JC's fault. It's that woman's fault. She should be better. Right. And I get that feeling. I get that 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 logic, that that sensibility on your part, if that's what you're saying. However, I don't know that that's properly placed. And, and I'm going to tell you why. OK, that, that's going to be revealed in this next part of the story. OK. When JC was driving to the comic store, and I'm so proud of you, JC. I'm really so proud of you still about this. This is like you you use this in the most perfect, beautiful way that anybody has ever used it, right? So there's compassion practices, right? And that I taught JC that I could teach you, right? It's a compassion practice that we that we use to, you know, to to kind of you know what we're doing is we're the, the goal of the compassion practice is to is to change the the sort of way in which we interact with people right and so what you do is you go through a series of people right like one person who's very sort of easy for you to love right uh, easy for you to express compassion towards right a close friend a loved one a family member right and then and then you repeat some phrases of loving kindness that we talk to talk about right and it's just things about like you know may you be well may you be happy may you feel loved you know these kind of things there's those six phrases i can certainly teach them to you then you go to somebody neutral, right? Somebody who is just a, a nameless, almost faceless person. Like, you know, like I used to, you know, one time I heard somebody say uh, about going to a grocery store that when you get to the, 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 the person checking you out, it's like a cash register with arms. Like you don't see that it's a person there, right? So that person, right? The person who you barely recognize as, as even a person, right? Because you know nothing about them, right? Wish those phrases to that person, right? And then you take the step, the third and final step to this practice is to, to wish the same phrases to someone who has done you wrong, someone who, who bothers you, somebody who, who represents a, a, a lack of compassion or, a, or a, a, you know, some kind of hurtfulness or harmfulness, Right. And you do this over and over again. And then, it, like I said, it, it reframes the way you interact with everyone so that you show up on face value. You show up with love and kindness and compassion to everyone. And let me tell you, folks, when you do this over and over again, it becomes instinctive and it becomes really beautiful. And that's what happened to JC. All right. So JC was driving on his way to this this a comic book store. Right. And he realized that this woman might be working there. Right. So what did JC do? Did he say, should I call and see if she's working and maybe go back another time? Uh, you know, should I just, you know, give her a piece of my mind and tell her that she should be a better customer service person? Uh, should I just rush through the transaction the same way I always have been lately, ever since she's been working there? JC didn't do any of those things. What JC did was he, it occurred to him you know, because of all the practice, he, he's been practicing this, this, the thing that I just told you about, right, with the three people. He's been doing that for months, right? So it's become an instinct. It's become a, a habit, right? It's something that his body knows how to do better than his mind does. And so it occurred to him as he's driving that, wait a minute, I could do my loving kindness practice for this woman, and that's what he did. Okay. He pictured her in his mind as he's driving. And, and as he was, you know, yes, he pictured her in his mind. He repeated the phrases and he did it again. And he did it again. Okay. I think he said three times. It might've even been more. It takes like 
20 seconds to repeat these phrases. So you can do it 50 times if you want to. You know, it's really, you know, does there's no limitation, right? But what happened next is really beautiful. Like I, I'm feeling myself tear up over, over what happened because it's just so beautiful. And this is what life is all about, folks, okay? When, when JC did these practices on his way to the comic book store, okay, he walks into the store and, and he sees that it's the woman there, okay, but now he's in a place where he's not feeling the tension, he's not feeling the aggravation, he's not feeling the, oh no, she's here, bummer kind of feeling, right? He's not feeling any of that because he just filled his heart with love and compassion, he just filled himself with it. And, and, and because he was in that place, he walked in with intention and compassion. And the intention, of course, is based on the awareness and the, the, the consciousness, right? And he, and he, in this, because again, the intention was set back in the car, right? The intention was set when he said, oh man, this woman might be working today. Let me, let me set the intention to be compassionate to her and let me do the practices right now to make myself, to fulfill this intention, right? And so with that, he walked into this store with an open, non-judging awareness, right? Not in a hurry, nothing to hide, nothing to gain, nothing to, you know, no ax to grind, as they say, right? He just walked in open with an open heart and an open mind and open eyes. And guess what? He saw that as she was sitting there at the front desk or whatever, at the counter, whatever it is, she was reading a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle uh, comic book, which happens to be one of JC's favorite comic books, right? Now, he never would have noticed that. You know, or maybe he would have. Maybe when he's checking out, he might have. But he probably wouldn't have said anything, right? But he saw it, and he said to her, he was like, oh, I've read that one. Isn't it awesome? And just that little, that little thing, right? Then all of a sudden, the woman looked up at him and they had this whole conversation, right? They connected with each other. Their hearts connected with each other. And I guarantee you, if we were standing there watching them, we would have seen their gestures and their, their, their facial expressions. We would have seen these start to sync up with each other because that's what happens when we really connect with someone. Right. And I'm talking about connecting on the level of the heart. Right. And, and, and so, and, but not only that, right. If we had them both in MRI machines, <laughs> right. We would know, we would see that they're, which of course we can't do, but, but if, if, if somehow we could get into their brains as we were watching them, you know, connect in this way, we would have also seen that the neurons are firing in seek in uh, in in coordination with each other in concert with each other there's a resonance that happens there between these two people and that's a connection that's been made and that connection will never ever ever go away now you might never see the person again but you'll always have that connection to them right through the memory through the you know remember i talked about the nervous system memory right that is going to live in there forever and that is going to make you remember to do it next time too, right? It's going to make it more like, because now you have proof of how amazing it works, right? And how beautiful this connection was. So they had this whole conversation. And so, so what JC said to me afterward, and this is, this is everything, right? I'm so proud of you, man. 
when, when after he said, you know, after he was done with this, this, uh, you know, telling me the story, he was like kind of walking out of the, the store with his comic books. He said, he said, well, maybe that was just the woman's demeanor. You know, maybe that coldness and that, that, that sense of, of like not unfriendliness was not really coldness and unfriendliness, but was just simply the way the person is. Right. And then, and then he said something that, and this is the thing, right? This is the everything he says, because really she's just trying to be happy just like I am. Boom <laughs> goes the dynamite. That is everything right there because that is the whole, that's the whole, the whole enchilada when it comes to compassion work, right? Is that, is that we recognize as we do this practice, we recognize that even the people in the world, whether it's people we know, people we see on the news, people we hear about, you know, everyone, even even the people who do the most atrocious, violent, and horrible things, every one of us is simply trying to create the conditions for our own happiness. Full stop. That's what we're doing. And it's not just people, it's animals, it's birds, it's insects. It's every creature on this planet is acting in a way that is motivated by their the desire for happiness and for well-being. That's everything, right? And so when people do horrible things to one another, it's I know it's hard to it's hard to wrap your head around this a little bit and I know that, but it's because they think it's going to make them happy. Right. You know, the person who cuts you off on the road, the person who, you know, and again, it's even people who do literally, you know, horrible things to other people, right? They're doing those things because they believe that somehow it is going to bring them happiness on some level. Now, they might be confused about that, right? They might be, they might be horribly damaged inside to think that this is the truth, right? But that is the motivation. And when we can realize that, then the person who cuts us off on the road or the person who speaks in a nasty tone to us or the person who, you know, hangs up the phone on us or the person who, uh, you know, whatever it is, right? All those things that happen to us in our lives that, 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 that hurt, that, 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 that cause, you know, that are, are insulting to us on some level, right? When those things happen, you know, if we can remember that the, that the person who's doing it is just trying to be happy, well, then it opens us up to this understanding and this forgiveness. And, and again, I've said this before, the compassion and the forgiveness, yes, it's good for others, right? It's good to tell people that you care about them. It's good to, to, to tell people that you wish them well. It's good to tell people that you, that you love them, right? But at the end of the day, this work is more about you than it is about that person, right? Or, or let me say otherwise, the, the work of forgiveness and compassion benefits you directly. It might benefit those other people indirectly, but you, it, it benefits directly. And it benefits you in, this, in, the, in the form of better health, physically, mentally, emotionally, better connections in your life, better flow, less stress, less anxiety, less depression, better food uh, processing like you process food better when you're when you're doing this and that's been shown in 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 science 
right? And so, so this is not a this is not a a woo woo concept. This is something that is you know uh, you know founded in hard nosed neuroscience. And if you'd like some of that research, all you got to do is reach out and ask for it, and I'll send it to you with a smile on my face, and we can talk about it. So that's what happens when we do these practices. And again, it's, it's a little bit every day, right? It's not like you have to go away for, for two years to, to live in a monastery and come back with this. You know, you don't need to do that. You can do that if you have the time. I, I wish I could, you know, I mean, sign me up, you know, but, uh, but it's not necessary. It's not necessary. JC never did that. You know, now JC does do a fair amount of meditation and he does a lot of informal practices too, but not more than like 15, 20 minutes a day. It's not like hours and hours and hours, you know? And so, and, but, but, you know, but I also see the same impact on other people who only do two minutes a day, you know, it's really, it's really within your reach and I can help you to reach it. So if you're looking for that help, well, again, the link is going to be in the description here. All right. So I hope you enjoyed this this story of 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 love and kindness and and how beautiful connections can happen in our lives. I really hope that this sends you into your weekend feeling good. All right, and uh, and I really do look forward to uh, to talking more on Monday. Let's see what we got on the hopper for Monday. Uh, aha! <laughs> oh, this is a good one. We're gonna talk about self acceptance. And, and the way to get to self-acceptance through self-compassion. <laughs> I'm so excited. It's going to be fun. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for watching. I really wish you well. And I, I just, I appreciate you so much. So thank you. And I, I'll be back on Monday. I wish you well. Take care, everybody.